What? What do you mean today isn't a third bank holiday Monday? Okay, fine, fine. Good morning, and welcome to the Brighton Seagulls Monday Briefing. Don't worry, there's another one in a few weeks. Have you booked your tickets to our relaunch party next week? If not, why not? We're asking a lot of questions right now. Apologies. You can find the link to reserve your free tickets to the event on our website or search the Brighton Seagull launch party on Eventbrite. Also, if you've not yet read last week's long read, Ross and the Reasers look at Brighton's attitude towards the monarchy over time, get on that. It's called A Party Fit for a King. This edition of the Brighton Seagull is sponsored by Cybersyn, a friendly digital analytics consultancy based right here in Brighton. News this week. Labour and Greens elect leader and deputy leader. Brighton Labour have elected their leader, deputy leader and the rest of the team making up the majority council and Brighton Hope Greens have elected their opposition leader. The 38 strong Labour councillors elected Bella Sankey as leader of the group straight after the count on Friday the 5th of May, which also makes her the leader of the council. On Tuesday the 9th of May, they elected Jill Williams as deputy leader and Jacob Taylor as second deputy leader and finance lead. Les Hamilton will serve as chair and Paul Nan will be deputy chair. Amanda Grimshaw is the new Chief Whip, with Jacob Allen and John Hewitt elected as Deputy Whips, Jilly Stephen is the new Secretary, and Joy Robinson the Treasurer. For the Greens, Steve Davis is the leader, making him the leader of the opposition. Rounding out the rest of the team among the seven Green councillors are Sue Shanks and Pete West as Deputy Leaders. News in brief. The new Sea Lanes 50 metre swimming pool is set to be opened by Olympic medalist Kerry-Ann Payne on Thursday the 1st of June, by invite only, before its public opening on Friday the 2nd of June. The five-lane pool will be heated. Visitors can pay for membership or pay per swim. There are also beachside cold showers and lockers available for sea swimmers to use free of charge. A flasher is on the loose in Woodingdean, on the f***ing rampage, said one resident. The resident, who did not wish to be named, said the police were called to the, quote, bloke on the fields exposing himself, but did not make any arrests. To any would-be flashers, come on lads, it's not the 80s anymore, you can't be doing that, not since hashtag me too. If you have a story for Siegel, please get in touch with our editor at cm at volks.media. The big one, Mile Oak Library closure consultation. What's happening? A consultation is being held for four weeks on closing the library in Mile Oak. Why? The council says it's, quote, part of the city-wide savings plan to address the budget gap, agreed by councillors at the Brighton Hove City Council budget meeting in February 2023. On what basis was this decided? Low visitor numbers compared with other libraries. Mile Oak Public Library averaged 150 visits per month between April 2022 and March 2023 likely not helped by it having been moved into Portslade Aldridge Community Academy and the opening times being 2pm to 5pm in the week. Also, the cost. The average cost per customer visit is £19.02, compared to 78p across all of the Brighton and Hove libraries. What exactly is the council proposal? That Mile Oak Public Library will close to customers on Friday the 21st of July. What have people said? Lots of criticism around moving the library in the first place, making it harder to access, and the decision being a foregone conclusion, as the council have already removed the funding for the library. Former Portslade Labour councillor Penny Gilby said, Unfortunately, despite an amendment by our local ward councillors to reverse this, an alternative funding had already found, this basic service for our local families was rejected. 
Our library is now the only council-run service we have left here for all our community to use, but it's been systematically run down and virtually abandoned since COVID-19. Instead of BHCC, who are the landlords and still own the land promoting it, they want it closed. Even though recently it has been used as a warm space for vulnerable people during the energy crisis, although no funding was actually given over here to support it. We should be investing in our young people and families, not removing basic services and neglecting our wider community. The community still has a fight on its hands. What can I do to help? Fill in the consultation, the link to which you can find on our website or on the council website, and tell the council your views on the closure. That's all for this week. Please subscribe and forward to friends who might be interested. This edition of The Brighton Seagull was written and performed by Carly Mae Kavanagh with music by Kevin MacLeod. Thank you.